Welcome to Victory Church Podcast. At Victory, we are committed to connecting people to God, His church and their purpose. For more information, visit victorychurch.net.au. Now prepare your heart to hear a word from God today. We're actually uh, in the middle of a series called Unlimited. And it's all about living the limitless life that God has for us. And um, the whole premise is the fact that you and I have limitations because we are finite beings, but we serve a God who is infinite. He has no limitations. And while we have limitations, he is calling us to a life without limits. And and during this series, we've talked about uh, different things and talked about different uh, boundaries and limits that this world actually has, and that in fact, some of them aren't altogether bad. We might not like them or enjoy them, but they're not necessarily bad. So we've talked about things like speed limits. Now, I know many of us here don't like speed limits, but the advantage is the speed limits are actually for our protection. If we stick to the speed limits, it means that we can all get to our journeys safely. It provides some sort of order on our road. It's a limit that has a benefit for us. Um, I know my husband hates speed limits, but one limit he does love is credit limits because then he knows that keeps our family safe, that I have a credit limit on my credit card. But the problem is that sometimes the thinking that is supposed to protect us becomes the thinking that then imprisons us. And we, we start to apply these limitations onto our view of God. Because in our humanity we are limited, we start to, uh, and the limitations that you and I abide by it actually has an effect on our behaviour, has an effect on our thinking, and we start to overlay that thinking over our view of God. And this whole series is to lift off those limitations for us to see this God as being the unlimited God that he is. And he has an unlimited resources available to you and I that he wants us to tap into. And we've got to be very much like Mary, who was the mother of Jesus, the Virgin Mary. When the angel comes and visits her, and says to her, hey, you mighty woman of God, chosen and favoured, you're going to actually bear God's son, bring into the world the saviour of the world. And Mary's response, granted, is kind of like, well, how can that be? Because I'm a virgin. And the angel goes on to say, well, because the Holy Spirit will overshadow you. Now, I don't know about you, but I don't think that's an answer. I mean, imagine, I'd just be like, yeah, and... Like, that's not an answer to me. But what I love about this is here's a young girl, Mary, who has an understanding that in her humanity, she has limitations, but she knew a God who was limitless. And so she just says, you know what? The impossible means nothing to God. Impossible, in fact, doesn't deny God's existence. It merely pointed out the uh, limitations of my humanity. And we need to be a people who have that same thought and concept of God, understanding that my humanity has limitations, but it doesn't deny God's existence. It purely points out that I'm human and he is God and that impossible, it means nothing to him. In fact, he is the God of the impossible. And because I'm human and I have limitations, sometimes my peace, my joy, my strength, my wisdom, my grace hits its boundary, it hits its limits. 
And we've got to find a way where we can tap into a God who has unlimited grace, unlimited wisdom, unlimited favour, unlimited resource, unlimited strength, joy, faith, hope, peace, whatever it is that we're hitting our boundaries in. And that's the premise of this series. And we've talked about unlimited grace. We've talked last week about unlimited wisdom. And this morning, I want to talk about unlimited power. You see, there is a power available to you and I that God wants us to walk in, a power above and beyond what we're currently operating in now. There's an unlimited power that God has available to you. He wants us to walk in it. And the text for this series has come from 2 Corinthians and it's the message version. You'll see it up on the screen behind me and it simply says this, Dear, dear Corinthians, I can't tell you how much I long for you to enter this wide open spacious life. We didn't fence you in. The smallness you feel comes from within you. Your lives aren't small, but you're living them in a small way. I'm speaking as plainly as I can and with great affection. Open up your lives, live openly and expansively. And this series is all about how do we not live with the smallness that's inside us, that contains us? And how do we open up our lives so that we can walk into this wide, open, spacious, unlimited life that God has for us? And so this morning, as I've already mentioned, I want to talk about an unlimited power that's available to you and to I. I don't know about you, but is there anyone here like me who's ever felt powerless? Well, you found yourself in a position where you just think, I don't have what it takes to be able to do what's needed in this situation. I know that I'm in a room of people who feel that way. and You've only got to watch the television or read the newspapers or scroll through social media to see that the world is finding itself in situations and circumstances when they too, all the, as much technology as they have, as much wisdom as they have, they're feeling powerless. I mean, just the accounts that we've listened to and read and seen with these recent bushfires, people saying, you know what, when there's a wall of fire, when there's the ferocity and the heat and where's the magnitude and the power of these fires, we were helpless. We were powerless to do anything, to stop it, to contain it. There were lots of times when the emergency services just had to let it burn out and play its course because they were overpowered by the force that is there. And maybe you're here this morning and your husband or wife has just sat you down and said, actually, I want to end my marriage. I am done with this. Or maybe you've got a negative health report from the doctor, he said to you, actually, what you feared is happening. There's something not right. Maybe you're looking after Christmas at a mounting pile of bills. You're seeing the bills, the in-tray, and yet you see your bank balance and something is not adding up. Or maybe even Friday, the boss asks you into the office just to tell you that actually your services are no longer required. I'm not sure what it is you're facing, but I know this, that life has plenty of opportunity where we find ourselves in a position of where we feel powerless and overpowered. Am I among a people who found themselves in that position this morning? That just, you know what? This is too much for me. I don't think I have the power to be able to continue. And I remember back in 2016, for those of you who are our guests this morning, um, 
In 2016, my husband had a health crisis to the point where it left him on the precipice of life and death. He was literally fighting for his life. And I remember those first three days initially when he was in the hospital and they had no idea what was happening here. They were doing every test and every time they went, yep, it's this, they would go and do another test. They would come back and say, well, it's not that. And it was more to the point of it was more of what we know it's not rather than what it is. And I watched for those first three days, my husband in agonising pain, every test he had to sit through, he was in pain from uh, what was happening to his body that they weren't, be, weren't able to manage, but then putting him in situations to find out what was going on, the pain was excruciating. So he was in pain. We had no answers to uh, relieve that pain. We had no answers even to tell him as to why, to bring context as to why there was this pain. There was nothing I could tell the church there was nothing the doctors could do. It was such a sense of being powerless. Somebody that you love, that you've done life with, that is a great friend of yours, and here they are experiencing something that normally we can go through together, walk through, and I'm having to watch them do it on their own because I couldn't take the pain away from them. I couldn't replace. I could, there's nothing I could do. And we have to remember in situations and circumstances where we find ourselves feeling overpowered, feeling powerless, that we have a God who is all-powerful. We have a God that has a power available to us that we don't have to look inside for this power that is small and contained, but we can look to an unlimited God and receive an unlimited power. We have to understand that our God, one of the Hebrew names of our God is El Shaddai. El means God, Shaddai means Almighty. Our God is God Almighty. We have a powerful God who has made his unlimited power available to you and I. And here's what you've got to understand, church. I don't know if we fully understand what power is. I don't think we go, okay, yeah, cool, yeah, I've got a power available and... And well, you know what I love about God? Do you know that in the New Testament, there's not one word that can describe fully God's power? In fact, the Greeks have to use three words to describe God's power. Power is such a, in a sense, a poor word in the English language. So we say we've got an unlimited power. Well, this morning, I want to look at those three words and break it down so that we have an understanding. We don't just go, oh, yes, oh, he's a God of unlimited power. There's unlimited power to, available to me. But we're going to look in depth at the dimension of what this power is so that we can have a revelation of, oh, it doesn't, this power is without, it will not be without effect to me. And so the three words that the Greeks use for power in the New Testament are exousia, dynamis, and kratos. And again, if I'm saying those wrong to all the Greek speakers, I'm very sorry, but you know what I mean, all right? As an Aussie, it's exousia, dynamis, and kratos, all right? And the first one I want to look at this morning is this, exousia, which is best defined as the authority to decide. We have a power available to us, which by definition, God says, is there's an authority available to each and every one of us. Now, most of us here have a boss, correct? 
So most of us work within the framework of what we've been asked to do. And if we need to step outside of the framework, if we need to ask a question or you want to make a decision or you want to purchase something or something you want to do that's outside of your authority, we all go to our boss for him to approve that. That is a definition and an example of this exousia power. It's an authority to make decisions. But do you know that we have one who is greater than our boss? Matthew 28 verse 18 says this, Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority, all exousia belongs to me. All authority in heaven and earth has been given to me. Jesus is saying, I'm overall. I've got authority through all and every situation. And the good news for us this morning is when we feel that we're in a place of I've lost authority, when we feel that we're in a place that we're having to give answer to something or someone that's not necessarily correct or right, We've got to remember that's because I'm living within the authority that's within me, but there's an unlimited authority. There's an unlimited power that God says it's available to you. And I remember back in uh, uh, year 2000 when we uh, conceived Mitchell and we were going through all the tests and the things that they do, that they um, they found some abnormalities within the ultrasound and they declared all these things over this unborn child and when Mitch was born they were half right there were some issues he was born with no fingers on his uh, left hand and he had um, a smaller hand than normal and then all the other things that they kind of declared over him they were then saying okay you know what we need to just keep monitoring him and I spent the first five years of Mitch's life in doctor's surgeries where they were just kept looking for reasons and looking for opportunities and wanting to do things. They talked about taking two of his toes off of his feet and uh, engrafting them onto the hand, doing all sorts of microsurgery, all sorts of things that they were looking for. And you know what? As a human being and as a mum, you find yourself in a position where I'm trusting myself to doctors because, I mean, they've done the years of training. They've got the information They've got everything that they need and they're wanting what they want to be able to do for this, what they perceive to be the best. But yet I found within my spirit there was something that said, I don't feel right that this is the way we should go. I'm not saying it's a wrong uh, procedure. I'm not saying it's wrong for someone else. But for us, I don't think that this is right. And what I love about it, left to my own natural tendency, left to who I am, I possibly would have just given over my authority as mum, given over my authority as his guardian, given over my authority for being his mother that God has uh, entrusted into us to the authority of others based on their wisdom and their knowledge. But the truth is, that's the limited authority that's placed within me. I had an unlimited authority and we spent time in God's presence saying, Lord, what do you want for this young man? What do you see being the best decision? How is that going to be benefit? What is the benefit? Should this be a yes? Should this be a no? And here's the truth, church. God wants to speak to you. He wants to give you the answer to that. And when I stood before a doctor, and I mean, and sometimes it was panels of doctors, and being gracious and kind, but to have to hold your line to say, I thank you, but no thank you. 
And then the accusation comes about, well, who do you think you are? You're not making the right decision. But just going, hey, God, in my own power, I can't do this. In my own power, I'm just going to trust them because they have a, a, a more of an intellectual power. They have more of an authority that I know nothing about. But God, I'm not relying on my authority. I'm not relying on the humanistic side and part of me. I've tapped into an unlimited authority and saying, God, you've said this is not the way it should go. And I, and just be in case you think this is preacher's license and you're exaggerating, I sat with an occupational therapist and I was telling her the story of how uh, we'd stood with these doctors and we'd said, thank you, no thank you, and the pressure. And, you know, they were kind, but they were really forceful. And she asked if she could give my name to another woman. She said, the lady just before you, a uh, very similar uh, situation with her child and is going to have the surgery on this fact alone. She didn't feel comfortable. She didn't want to do it, but she didn't have the courage or the strength or the authority to say no to the doctors. And I said, by all means, you give her my number because if I can encourage her in any way, I will. There is an authority available to you and I, an unlimited power God has available. You don't have to give your authority over to anything. I'm not sure whether you're giving your authority to the bottle. I'm not sure whether you're giving your authority to a relationship. I'm not sure if you're giving your authority to a hurt or an offence. You're giving the power that's within you, what's happening, and you're relying on the authority that's in here when God says, I've got an authority that is unlimited that can have you step out of the smallness that you're in into the power that I have available to you. And church, you think that's good? You think it's great that, God, that Jesus says, I have authority on heaven and earth? It gets better because in Luke chapter 10, verse 19, he says, I've given you that authority. So not only does Jesus have the authority, he said, but I've given it to you. You don't have to give your authority over to anyone else. You don't have to rely on the limited authority that's within you. Tap into my unlimited authority because I have given it to you. The second word that describes, the Greeks used to describe authority, uh, to describe power, is dynamis. And dynamis is best defined as the ability to do. For example... LeBron James has a better dynamis, a better ability on the basketball court than I do. Let's be honest. Anybody has a better <laughs> dynamis ability to do on the basketball court than I do. And Matthew 26 verse 64 says this. Jesus says, you have said so, but I tell you, from now on you will see the, man, the Son of Man seated at the right hand of power coming on the clouds of heaven. Church, we have to understand and remember that Jesus sits in the place of power. Not only is sitting in the place of power, he's sitting on the throne of power. He has the ability to do what it is that you and I need him to do. Whatever you need, Jesus can do it. Whatever you need, Jesus can do it. And again, I want to say, wait, don't push buy on your shopping cart just yet because it gets better. In Acts what, chapter 1, verse 8, he says, you... Everyone look at your neighbour and say, you. 
You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. The dynamis, the ability of God, the supernatural, unlimited power of God that Jesus has. He says, you can have it too. It's available to you. You have the ability to do. I don't know what it is you're struggling with this morning. I don't know what it is that is making you feel so powerless and overpowered. I don't know if it's a doctor's report. I don't know if it's a fractured relationship. I don't know if it's an addiction or it's a sin that is trying to get its grubby little fingers on your heart and your mind. What I do know is there's a power available. There's an ability available to you that you don't have to give in to that. It doesn't mean that you're in hyper faith saying it's not true, it's not true, it's not true. The doctor's report is true. But the dynamous power of God says that you've got the ability to be able to walk tall, walk strong. You've got the ability to be able to do what it is they're asking you to do. Not in your strength. No, 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 no. Not in the smallness that's contained within you. But when you step out of you into the wide open, spacious life that God has for you, there's an ability that God is saying, come on, come to me. And I often refer to that time in 2016 when Tony was uh, sick and he was um, in three weeks in hospital and then another further six weeks recovering. And I have always said, I'm a leader by gift, not by choice. And part of me walking, I love walking side by side with my husband. I preferably like to walk behind. But I found myself in 2016, I had to walk in front. I had to lead and do things that weren't in my comfort zone. They weren't, I would have thought, my natural choice or tendency to do. But Tony couldn't do them. He was too busy trying to stay alive. He was too busy then trying to get better. And I found I had to step into something that wasn't me, wasn't what I liked, wasn't what I could do. And if I had relied on the power in me, I don't think Victory Church would look like she does today. But I couldn't resist or couldn't define or refine or restrict myself to the power that was at work in me. I had to step out of that containment and step into the power that was available to me, the ability, the dynamous power that God says is unlimited and available to you if you'll just step out of your power and into my power. And do you want to know something, church? Do you know the word dynamous is the root word for the word dynamite? It's where our word dynamite comes from. And I believe God wants to remind us this morning that there's a dynamic power available to you. There's an explosive power that's available to you. We, we just said we've been praying for rain and rain has come. Now, are we saying we did that? No, God did that. But we've tapped into the dynamic, dynamite power that's available to each and every one of us. And we've said, not, I'm not going to be restricted by what's in me, but I'm going to step into this ability of God. I survived 2016 not on my ability, but I was able to step into the unlimited power of God, the ability. He enabled me to do that. So when people said to me, I don't know how you did it, I'm like, Buster, I'm with you. I don't know how I did it. Yes, I do. I didn't. He did in me. His power and ability available to me. I feel like I want to go, you got the power. (laughs) So anyway, so I did. So whatever you're facing, You have the ability by the Holy Spirit to overcome it. Whatever that fear is, whatever that addiction is, that unforgiveness, that bitterness, that offence, whatever it is, 
You've got the ability, not in you, not in the smallness that's in here, but when you step into the wide open, spacious life of an unlimited power, there's a dynamic uh, ability that wants to work in and through your life. The third word that the Greeks use for power is kratos, which is best translated as dominion, force and strength. It's the ability to stand strong. And I don't know if you've ever watched any of those videos of when hurricane winds come in and, you know, they can pick up a six-ton truck and make it look like a little Tonka toy. It, they, it sits there. Now, I can't pick that truck up, but the wind, the power, the kratos strength and force of that storm can pick up a truck as if it's a Tonka truck. That's the kind of strength and power that is available to you and I. Revelation 5.13 says this, To him who sits on the throne and to the Lamb be praise and honour and glory and power forever and ever. Do you know what that scripture is reminding us this morning, church? It's saying everything, everything. Everyone say everything. Everything, everything in earth declares that Jesus has the strength to stand against it. There's no circumstance, there's no situation, there's nothing that can suck the energy out of God, there's nothing that can exhaust Jesus. It's not like he's going to go, oh, that was a tough one, I don't know if I've got the energy. Make all that rain come all over Australia, Phew, I'm just taking R&R for the next couple of days. There is nothing, scripture tells us, that can take the energy out of Jesus. But again, wait. Because it keeps getting better. Don't click buy now. Ephesians 6 verse 10 says this. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armour of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. You don't have to do it on your own. You're feeling powerless, overpowered. That circumstance, that situation, you don't have the strength to go on. You're right. You don't have the strength to go on, but what you do have is the opportunity to tap into the unlimited strength that God has available to you, that you can walk through whatever it is you're facing right now, that you don't have to be overcome by that, you don't have to be overpowered by that, but you have the strength, unlimited power to be able to go, you know what, I'm not only going to put on the full armour of God that he's given me, I'm going to stand and stand strong because I'm going to stand in the unlimited power that Christ has made available to me. You can clap, that's all right. <laughs> I'm just going to quickly rattle off. I'm going to invite the band up because I really want to go back into worship this morning. But I, just, I, I wrote five things down. Because you can look at it and go, okay, so that's the power, church, that's available to you and I. The aspect of God's power, the exousia power, the, um, the right to decide, the dynamous power, the ability to be able to do it, and the kratos power, the strength. But you might be sitting there thinking, but why, why, why do I then, if I've got all this power available, why don't I make use of that? And I think there's lots of reasons why we don't tap into the unlimited power that's available to you and I. But I just wrote five of them down. And what I wanted to do, I've put them up on the screen all together so you can quickly write them down. Because to me, they're a little checklist. If you ever find yourself in that situation where you're saying, I don't, I don't know, I, I, I just, I'm overpowered, I'm overwhelmed, I feel powerless. 
maybe you can just pull this out and have a look at it and say, hey, am I walking in any of these areas? Is there something I'm doing that I'm then restricting this flow of power in my life? And it's as simple as this. I think we feel powerless when we have unlimited power at our disposal because we fear what God might ask us to do. We don't ask God, would you come and let your unlimited power work in and through me because we're afraid of what he's going to ask us to do. Or he might send me to Africa to be a missionary. He might send me to do this. He actually might ask me to forgive that person. He might ask me to actually be generous. I'm not going to avail myself to this power because I'm afraid of what God might ask me to do. I think another reason we don't allow this power to work so powerfully within us is because we actually rely on our own strength. We've already said the Scripture says about the smallness we feel comes from within us. But Proverbs 3 verses 5 and 6 says this, Do not rely on your own strength, but in all your ways acknowledge Him. And I think we've got great gifts and talents, each and every one of us. But we get complacent with that and tend to rely on that and think, I can tell you categorically, if I'd relied on my own strength in 2016, I wouldn't have made it. My family wouldn't have made it. It wasn't me, but God in me. Don't rely on your own power. Stop holding on to the guilt of your sin. You know, Jesus says, I've forgiven your sins. He remembers them no more. We keep bringing it up to him, say, oh, I don't feel worthy because this. And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And we accept, I believe, the repentance and we accept God as Lord and Saviour, but we forget to actually give over the guilt that coincides quite often with the decisions we've made. And we have to remember, God doesn't remember and neither should we. You should not feel guilty because God has come and taken that away from you. The guilt will stop the power working in your life. Fourthly, we rely on feelings. Our feelings are the biggest lies ever. I feel like I'm useless. I feel like I'm no good. I feel like people don't like me. Feelings are liars. Feelings come and feelings go. If you want the power of God to work and flow through you, you don't rely on your feelings. Rely on the Word of God that is unchanging and what the Word of God says about you. And then fifthly and sadly, I just think we have low expectation of what God wants to do in and through us. And we don't allow the power to work for us because honestly, we wouldn't say it. We actually just don't believe God can do it. Like I said, Mary just went... Be unto me as you have said. I would have said, yeah, explain that a little bit more. Like, don't quite get it. But we have a low expectation of God to move. Whether we've been disappointed, let down, we feel God. That's why that song, second song got me this morning. You've been so, so good to me. Even when I haven't seen it, when I've put my interpretation of how you should have responded, when I've thought it should have been this way and not that way, God, you've been so, so good to me. And I don't want my limited expectation to stop the flow of power working in and through me. I want to live in an unlimited life, the limitless life that you have extended to me because when I live in that limitless life, others can follow in my footstep. Church, this morning we need to remember that we've been given access to the unlimited power of God. It's not dependent on what you've done. It doesn't depend on who you know. It's despite what you're currently walking through right now. It's even despite what's coming at you in the future and knocking on your door. You don't have to be overpowered. You don't have to feel powerless because you can have a limitless life, a life with authority, 
a life with ability and a life with strength when you tap into the unlimited power of God. Thank you for taking the time to listen. If you have any questions, please email us at admin at victorychurch.net.au. 